Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this week's episode, we discuss all of those people who have Jewish friends and the issue of soft anti-Semitism. Let's get started. He had broken the show business rules. Is this a rule? You know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never speak about it. <laughs> that clip comes from a recent episode of Saturday Night Live with the opening monologue performed by the comedian Dave Chappelle. There's been some controversy over the monologue that has attempted to make fun of the recent issues of anti-Semitism by Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. If you want more information on those incidents, please check out our previous podcasts. Personally, I can appreciate some comedy in poking fun at current events, even difficult issues like these. When I watched the video of the monologue, I was thinking that people may have gone too far and were acting a little too sensitive. It wasn't really offensive, just not funny. However, as I watched further into the monologue, things got worse. Dave Chappelle, when referring to Kyrie Irving's denial of the Holocaust and promotion of the black Hebrew Israelite ideology, said this. And the NBA told me he should apologize, and he was slow to apologize. And then the list of demands to get back in their good graces got longer and longer, and this, this is where, you know, I draw the line. I know the Jewish people have been through terrible things all over the world, but, 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 but you can't blame that on black Americans. You just, you just can't. You know what I mean? Thanks to the one person that said me. What is most disturbing about this statement is that clearly Dave Chappelle has missed the point of this entire situation. Aside from his apparent feeling that these lists of demands for an apology from Kyrie was too long and unfair, the Jewish people are not blaming black people for the issues of the past or even the issues now. The community is outraged that a person who has a substantial following would promote the idea that the murder of more than six million Jewish people did not actually happen. That is the difference, blaming a modern community for the acts of the past versus blaming a person for denying the history. Maybe Mr. Chappelle should get it right before trying to make a joke about it. Dave Chappelle, trying to make fun of the stereotypes and anti-Semitic tropes made by Kanye West about the Jewish people running Hollywood and the media, said this. Well, I've been to Hollywood. <laughs> no one's y'all to get mad at me. I'm just telling you, I've been to Hollywood. This was just what I saw. It's a lot of Jews. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> but that didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? There's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. That mean we run the place. I could see if you had some kind of issue. You know what I mean? You might go out to Hollywood and your mind might start connecting some kind of lines and you could maybe adopt the delusion that the Jews run show business. It's not a crazy thing to think. But it's a crazy thing to say out loud in a kind of like this. In this clip, we hear Chappelle trying poorly to make fun of the idea that Jews run Hollywood, but because he, in one breath, admits the trope to being true, while saying that it's probably not real, but you could think about it, just not allowed to talk about it, can appear to be suggesting that it is a valid question to ask, but it's one of those quiet, racist things that we're not supposed to talk about in public. This is probably one of the most frustrating things because people seem to only count Jews. When people go into an industry, how many times do they take stock of the religions, beliefs, backgrounds, and cultures of those who are in charge? How often do we notice how many non-Jewish people are in charge at a company? The answer is likely never. 
It seems that only Jewish people are counted to ensure that there's not too many, or else there may be some type of conspiracy. We recently posted a meme on our JDR.podcast Instagram account, pointing out this contradiction. The Jewish people are often accused of running the businesses of the world and the economy, but when looking at the top businesses in the Forbes 500, the top seven companies are all currently run by non-Jews. Many happen to be Christian, but no one accuses them of conspiring to control the business world. The fact that Dave Chappelle points out how many Jews are in Hollywood, even jokingly, shows that he and others do in fact take account of how many people are Jewish in various industries, while likely not counting how many non-Jews there are. The last thing that I'll play from his monologue is how Dave Chappelle began the monologue, a monologue that was filled with what I would suggest is soft anti-Semitism. I grew up around Jewish people. I have a lot of Jewish friends. So I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. I'd be like, yo, yo, let's go out at school tomorrow. They'd be like, we can't go out. It's Shanana tomorrow. I'd be like, what? <laughs> what is Shanana? This is a classic tool used by people who are about to say something racist or inappropriate. Quote, I have a lot of Jewish friends, end quote, or in certain other race, religion, or nationality before speaking badly about them. This idea of providing yourself a, quote, get-out-of-jail-free card from whatever you say next is actually pretty pathetic. Just because you have Jewish friends does not allow you to mock, belittle, or dismiss anti-Semitic issues that they face. When we come back, we will discuss how this type of thing is what I consider to be soft anti-Semitism. We'll be right back on the Jewish Diaspora Report. In our last segment, we heard comedian Dave Chappelle discuss how he has Jewish friends before mocking the anti-Semitic comments made by Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. This type of common statement is often a signal that whatever is to follow will be what I refer to as soft anti-Semitism. We're all used to the typical form of anti-Semitism. These would be the white nationalist, KKK, swastika-wearing neo-Nazi type. However, it is the soft anti-Semitism that can be a lot more hidden Someone who is a friend or colleague that can inadvertently use anti-Semitic ideas without even realizing it. The term recently used often is microaggression. This would be something like telling someone they don't look Jewish or they don't act Jewish. These unintentional stereotypes and insults are often softer and less intentional acts of anti-Semitism. On a number of occasions, I have myself heard someone use the term Jew or to Jew someone as a description for when someone has given you less than you believe that you deserve. I have many non-Jewish friends, and some, unfortunately, fall into this category. Don't get me wrong, most of these people are good people who just have unfortunate ideas, some from their upbringing and some maybe from things they see on social media. In many cases, I may be one of the few, if not the only, Jewish friend that they have. These friends obviously are not bad people, but have, in the past, said things unknowingly and used anti-Semitic tropes. Many of these people believe strongly that they are not saying something out of hate, but just stating something that we all know to be fact. However, they do not realize that this, in fact, is not a fact. It is a shame how strongly some of these people hold these views as they emphatically repeat the falsehoods as fact. I often try and spend some time showing this person that these strongly held views are not based on facts or truth. I then try and show these people where these ideas might have come from and how they are inadvertently sharing anti-Semitic ideas. A great example of this is when a friend expressed to me once the idea that there is a cabal of wealthy Jewish people that have a strong hold over the business world and the economy. 
when I pointed out to him the similarities to these ideas that are found in the anti-Semitic protocols of Zion. He denied the connection and stood firm that this is a real thing and based on fact. I did not hold any ill feelings towards this person who was unaware of his own biases. I attempted to explain that these ideas are often made about successful Jews in business and pointed out that the idea that wealthy people have power in politics and whatnot is very much true. However, many of the richest people in politics are not necessarily Jewish. The fact that some wealthy Jewish business people are involved in politics has nothing to do with their religion, as is the same case when we don't point out the non-Jewish business people who have control in politics. My friend did agree that it was not a Jewish issue, but a political issue, without race or religion being involved. In another similar example, a friend of mine recently pointed out that it's just a fact that Jews run the banks. Not the small local banks, of course, but the larger banks like federal reserves and central banks for countries. Again, this started with the typical declaration of not being against Jews, just stating a fact. After a bit of research, I responded to this friend with the actual facts. The fact is that out of six or seven of the largest reserves and or central banks for countries, regions, or international monetary funds, only one of these banks have a half-Jewish person in charge. It was unclear if this person even practiced Judaism. The rest of them were, of course, Christian. Following giving these facts, this friend still did not seem to want to accept and believe these facts and was looking for the, quote, higher-up people who are really in charge of the banking industry always seeming to look for someone who's probably higher up and likely Jewish. I tried to explain to this person that the views of Jews and banking is actually an old anti-Semitic idea. In Europe during the Middle Ages, it was against Christian belief to lend money to other Christians with interest. Since Jews did not have to follow these rules and were banned from many other industries, some Jewish families went into the banking industries. A secondary benefit to Christians, of course, who borrowed money from Jewish people, was that they could often not pay back the loans because the Jews had such little rights in their society. Often Jews would be killed or expelled from whole areas rather than have to pay back their loans. In the 1700s, a Jewish family named the Rothschild family began a banking company in Germany. As the business grew and the patriarch's sons were old enough, they expanded their business by setting up branches of their bank across various European countries to create the first international banking business. As the success of these banking businesses became well-known, various Christian families and groups found ways to begin lending money for profit. Even though the Jewish monopoly over money lending in Europe has dwindled, as Christians began realizing the money that is to be made, the Rothschild family has remained the face of the supposed Jewish control over banking. This idea from the Middle Ages and the Jewish control over banks has stuck for generations. Trying to explain to my friends, however, the facts behind their anti-Semitic ideas is sometimes a challenge but oftentimes they do accept the reality. In the end, many of these anti-Semitic tropes are based on something real to the people that believe them, either a very old small kernel of truth that has now snowballed into the modern-day conspiracy theories, or something that a person believes that they see with their own eyes. Like Dave Chappelle said in his monologue, I see a lot of Jews in Hollywood. It doesn't mean that they run the place, but it's a question worth asking. Many people have these questions and beliefs not realizing that they are based on anti-Semitic tropes and still believe them to be true. This form of microaggression or soft anti-Semitism is no laughing matter, even if Saturday Night Live wants to pass them off as comedy. Many people likely don't understand the joke because they believe that these things that are supposed to be funny are actually true. If you ever find yourself beginning your opinion to others with, quote, I have Jewish friends, be careful what you say next. It may just be soft anti-Semitism, 
something your Jewish friends may not appreciate. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast and check out some of our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time. Bye.